Guam, my everybody, it's JC for Polly's R Us. I have today America's very own. Oh, I don't know how to describe this. This person right here is such an inspiring model to almost all of us Samoans, especially the ones from American Samoa. She is a brilliant actress, model, performer, a businesswoman, and she's a fierce advocate for the Fafa Fina and LGBTI rights. Also a passionate writer. I want to introduce to you guys the very extravagant Princess Ariana Alba. How are you doing today? Good evening from my side of the world and my side of the United States. I am well, thank you very much. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. It's so nice to hear from you. I haven't heard from you for quite a while. I see your Facebook posts. They, they crack me up all the time. Um, and... <gasps> I want I want you to tell us a little bit about yourself, Princess. Oh well, that's a lot of revealing secrets that oh, I. Oh, I know. <laughs> well, aloha talofa, malolele, punabinaka, kiora kiorana to all of you. Good evening. My name is Ariana Princess Ova from the beautiful island of American Samoa. I am. 21, <laughs> 34 years of age. <laughs> I am a proud trans woman, a proud Samoan trans woman, Fafafine, that is serving in the United States Army, active duty, in the beautiful state, the very confused and bipolar state of Georgia. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh, let's see. Uh, Princess... I I think you I think before you were back in American Samoa is that right? Yes. Um. When did you join? When did you join the military? Was it uh Was it two thousand eight or eleven? No, no. I joined um summer of twenty sixteen, June twenty sixteen. Yes. I I was reading about your um. I was actually going through your articles back from back home in the Samoa news about just your story of becoming who you are now and decide, you know, just kind of finding out about yourself and um, this, this whole journey of yours being a Fafa Fine and how you became and discovering yourself, what made you want to join the military and whatnot. What, what did make you want to join the military, by the way? Well, I had a lot of reasons of why I wanted to join and why I joined. Um, First and foremost, one of the main re- one of the one reason um, growing up in my village of Malailoa, um, that's where the Army Reserve had their trainings on island um, in on our lands back in our, what we call the Bausa. So every month the Army Reservists would come and go take a trail across across the street from from our house and every month when they came in I would see them um, as upon seeing these these uh, military men I was always in awe you know and and being growing up in a small village in a small island um, we were always my my brother and I were always given GI Joes and little army figurines by our parents and our dad and when my uncle that was in the army he retired after 24 years 
when he mm. would visit, he always brought, um, he always brought toy soldiers and and um, GI Joes for me. So I basically grew up around army um, preferability, memorabilia, and stuff like that, and little toys, mm-hmm. figurines. And yeah. um, my late uncle Mo was uh, was in the Marines. My grandfather was in the Navy. Um, my 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 sister also joined afterwards. My a lot half of my family were all my cousin Utumoy, um, Josh, a whole bunch of a whole bunch. You know that's all I basically knew was that uh, my family joined and served. And then from a young age, I've always thought and looked at it like I want to join too. You know, I've always wanted yeah. to be. I've always wanted it. And growing older, coming into my teen years, I started developing and started to know things. You know, I started to come more into myself. And, you know, I've always felt different. Even as a very, very young child, we we have videos and photos of my five, six, seven-year-old self sashing and Short, shorts and I kept referring to myself also as a fafafine when I was younger because, yeah. because of my feminine attributes and my femininity I was always teased when I was younger and you know and my love of the Disney movies and the Disney princesses I was always mocked and called Fia Princessia you know Mm. that's where the name princess came from it started off as a joke but when I as coming into my teen years I started to come into realization and of who I am who I was and who I am so and then being told of what how the army uh, treats their people not just you know just their straight quote unquote soldiers and their soldiers, how they are being treated, how they are trained. And it's like they don't show mercy towards someone like you. Yeah. And then being told of what could happen. And this is all hearsay. Now this is way back mm-hmm. when. So I, I I I was scared. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what to do. All I knew was I was scared. I was afraid for my life. I was afraid of something happening to me if I were to join. So that dream of of joining was literally put in in the back uh, burner and I literally stuffed it out. But every time, as the years went by, every time, I were to try to do something different. My my mind would always go back to being a soldier, joining the army or joining the military. Like my heart was always set on me serving. So So it's always always been something you wanted to do. It has always been there from... And I was always that weird girl too, that weird fafafine that was always into working out, was always in in being fit and 
because I, 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 I somehow, some way, I knew that one day I would have the courage to do what I needed to do to fulfill my dream and to, to do what I needed and what I wanted to do. So I just kept myself and my body in, in track. And, right. you know, and just being that weird, that weird girl, that weird Fafafina, as everybody would say, a weird girl that is super girly, loves her makeup, loves her girliest stuff, but doesn't mind getting dirty, doesn't mind um, getting rough with the guys, don't mind, yeah. I don't mind sports at all. I don't, I love sports actually. And you, you will probably, you give me a sport, I'll probably play. Give me a game and I'll, 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 I'll game it down with you. But something, um, but it wasn't until I reached the age of 30. Um, I think everything just started to go downhill for me. Um, why is that? <clears throat> well, one, um, I was turning 30. <laughs> uh, I was saying goodbye to my 20s. and You're, you're, you're kind of scaring me right now because I'm not far from turning 30 anymore. <laughs> no, girl, the truth. The truth is. But it's funny when I had was saying goodbye. I was saying goodbye to my 30s, to my 20s and uh, visiting the, a new decade, a new era of life, and I was, I was finishing. I just finished a, a college the previous year. I was, I was working a, a very good job in the islands. Didn't pay what I, what the dream pay would be, but it paid way well over the um, minimum wage, and. I was getting out of a very, the previous year, at a very rough, I, I think I hit my absolute lowest in 2015. So slowly I was building myself up, bringing myself hmm. back to life. And uh, it was the darkest times of my life from a, yeah. yeah, I was, I literally reached rock bottom in 2015. So when I was building myself up, um, from all the different movies and, and commercials and talk, everything was just falling into the right place for me. And then everybody started to turn to me and say, Oh my God, you're doing this. You're, you're such a, you're, you're, you are such a good person. People listen to you. People hear you. And I'm not trying to toot my own horn or anything, but at the same time, I was like, okay, what more can I do? What more should I do? If my voice yeah. is being valued and being, if I'm being listened to by others, then, and that's when I found the courage to, I found the courage to leave everything in my oh. past and, mm. and to, to do it, just do it, you know, and living my life as a fafafine for 10 plus years, all I knew and all I was familiar, I, familiar with then was being transgender female being a girl you know mm, so yeah so let me let me just let me just backtrack a little um uh, you you were doing other things before you uh joined for joined the military right yes. i think what i think you were you were part of the weren't you didn't you become miss sophia's 
at, at some time, like in the two somewhere in the two thousands. And the year two thousand and eight was my first time competing at any pageant, which was the, which is the Miss Sophia's or Miss Island Queen. Then, um, hmm. is when I snatched my first title, which is that, and my only title actually. And okay. in two thousand eight, I won Miss Sophia's. Hello. I'm I'm here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I won in two thousand eight. Okay, congrats. By the way, I, I think I remember I remember going to a pageant and your name showed up for being uh, Miss Sophia for one of the two thousand. <laughs> oh eight, two thousand eight, two thousand eight. That's right. right. But you you were all weren't you acting in some movies too on the island? Um, I appeared in. My first movie, which was Heart to Heart. Is that the one where you were a villain? Yes. I'm always mm. a villain. Uh, and then I appeared, <laughs> I appeared in... Um, I co-starred with uh, Sekia Aoi. Mm. And then also with Heart okay. to Heart Part 2. So... Were you asked to be in those movies or did you kind of like audition for the roles? Um, I was um, for, for the first part, for the first movie, my friend Zayna, um, they were looking for a villain. And I just happened to come across Zayna at some point, sometimes like, you make the perfect villain. I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> why? <laughs> why am I? Why? <laughs> I gotta say, though, you, you do. You have you have some amazing acting skills. I actually thought at, at some point where. When you were acting in those films, I thought you were actually getting really serious and maybe trying to go further and maybe in the acting industry. The 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 dream is there in in the film industry or in the acting industry. Um, maybe if not film, then TV something. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the, it's it's a long road to get there. I know of a few other fellow Samoans that have dared that road and that path Mm. um and they have expressed how difficult and how challenging it is so um so for me i was like let me let me tackle one thing at a time let me live one dream before i get into the other so why not last year um uh on the same subject speaking of Last year, there was there is a movie that was, and they were auditioning Samuan Fafafines from across the globe. Samuan Fafafines. It's the uh, real life movie in regards to the documentary that features our very own Jaya Sailua. Next goal wins. Ooh. I uh, I auditioned, sent in my audition tapes and everything. And I've gotten a few emails back. And then I heard from, I had a conversation with Ms. Jaya Sailua as well. But I made the top two. Oh, congrats. Thank you. I made the top two. But the final decision was the was the director's. Mm-hmm. And he chose the girl who is now in that movie other than me. Oh wow! Yeah. Well, you made it that far to the top. Yeah. Too. You know what? And and that is very gratifying to know that I made it that far. And just my and my first, my first Hollywood 
auditioning tape and to hear from the person that has inspired the movie and to hear from the casting directors that I made it that far in and uh, the other girl was selected. You know, I, I, I hold no grudges. I applaud who has been blessed with the, such a big role. I, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I wish it was me, but <laughs> we hey, have it all. You you already got far to being the top too. I, I, think, I think that's an amazing experience. Thank you. I appreciate that. But, you know, as long as it's the experience, you know, it's just, I was heartbroken. I, I was pissed. I was mad. I'm not going to lie. I'm not <laughs> sugarcoat. I also cussed out and, and cursed the girl that got it. Oh, you know, after all the emotions have calmed down. But I'm sure that's not going to be the only documentary that'll, you know, that'll come your way for an audition. I'm sure there's many more opportunities. Oh, you know, the thing is, I'm not going to stop there. I'm still, oh, no. I'm still searching and, and searching and searching. Something will, something I, I, I am sure. I am confident that something will come. Another opportunity will be opened. Or being brought to my front doors, and I will definitely jump right back into that as well. Oh, I'm sure you. You definitely. You know that's what I remember when I remember when I was back. Actually, I was just on the phone with my mom, and it. <laughs> I told my I told my mom like, hey, you know, I, I gotta go. I, I gotta get ready to uh, do this episode with Sessie, and then she's like, oh. Tell tell my daughter that you know I I send my love and you know I'm my mom has always had such a soft spot for you and she I remember back home she would always be like I remember one of my siblings uh you know staying one time this was the younger ones and they're just kids uh-huh. I remember I remember one of them coming out saying something like uh, why why is Sasha always always doing that why is Cecil always doing this and I remember my mom saying because she can and I thought I thought that was really neat of my mom to say that because I really know, it's it's funny how you said that your mom has a special place in um in her heart for me because she all she has a very very special place in my heart and will always the many reasons why I've been very very confident and what I do, and I'm not, I'm not trying to sound cocky, right? Yeah, but yeah. At while I am confident in moving forward with my decisions, my life, and pursuing a dream, yeah. that one, I have the support, and it's my parents, and then my aunties from the sisterhood of the traveling soapy pants. <laughs> which is your mom your mom has always been there for literally almost everything every monumental moment in my life through all um, premieres of my of the movies and the shows she was there she was present front row and every time every time she my mom lets her her sisterhood knows of what's going on whether it's me or any of my siblings they were always present you know, and I, and I, I love, I love that because I remember being home and whenever mom was getting ready, you know, mom never really, 
my mom never really dressed up for anything, but when she did, I knew it was something special. But whenever she did, we'd we'd ask her like, "Where are you going?" And she'd be like, "I gotta go support Sessie. Where are you going? I gotta go support Sessie." She always said that. I gotta I gotta go support Sessie. So, I I I I know that our moms, you know, their group of gals, they always get together. And I always remember those times when mom would get ready and she would be heading out, and it was always for that to go support Sessie. Right. And, it's so it's so inspiring because you know I know it's not easy being in you know being who you are being yourself in this world in in today's society I know up to now there's a lot of people who have you know ill feelings towards the gay community and towards the fafa fines and I you know it breaks my heart but at the same time the the drive that that you have that you and that you you just you're you're like this fire that just rages all over and it just inspires so many people i come over your facebook posts and they you know i really love that you make me laugh all the time whenever you post some of those some of your posts are just hilarious and it i'm i'm you know it's always nice and like i just love how you make my day i love the beautiful things that you post about you know, being kind, spreading love, and just being a strong advocate for the LGBTQ community, and you know, just even just for the culture too. And I want to ask you: Did you, did you ever find trouble from your own family while going through this journey of trying to figure <laughs> out who you are and being a Fafa Fina? Did you ever oh, yeah. experience? Yeah. Did you ever experience any of that from your own your own family? Yeah. The the um, you know, growing up, uh, being born male, growing up as a young boy, and then being that young boy that's so confused because I see my other male cousins, and I grew up around nothing but guy cousins and just one, two, three, or four female cousins. Um, but you know, the way that they were, they were just being boys, they were being super boys, and I knew. I knew I was a boy, but I wasn't acting like them all the time. I liked the sports that they all played. I didn't mind getting dirty with them. Shit, I got into fist fights and stuff with them, and I never backed <laughs> down from a fight, too. And I think that's mm. where my really hardcore, hard shell comes out of, because I was raised with boys. But I mm. knew and I understood I wasn't like them like them. I wasn't there was something different about me. I just, I knew that I was a boy, but I never saw myself as a boy. At the same time where, which at the same time that I liked all the guy stuff, I also loved doing all the girly stuff. I loved the Barbies. I loved the shoes, the fashion, the makeup. And then, you know, I was even more blessed that I had a brother. I have a brother that was just like me and we were both confused we were both we both had so many questions but growing up as ourselves growing up as me I'm not going to tell my brother's story because that's not my story to tell mm. growing up as Fafafine I had a very um, very very rough uh, uh, childhood with my dad and my grandmother and family members you know um, 
being the oldest child and being the firstborn and being the firstborn son, mm. I know my dad had a lot of expectations and, you know, he was a, like any Samoan father, like any father, he had their dreams set up for their sons. Yeah. But this son grew up different, you know, and I know it crushed his heart. It crushed him because it was, he was, I was different and they did it. They didn't know. He didn't know any better. He didn't understand either. Yeah. As much as he, so while I was trying to find myself, he was trying to understand a lot of things. Um, Maybe later I'll forward you my mom's, my mom's uh, article that she printed or or story that. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so you can have a full understanding of their side of the story. Uh, it was it, you know coming into terms um with my dad and and that's one thing where I was very 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 driven to keep moving forward and to keep accomplishing and not just for myself but for my brother and I so my brother excelled in academics I I just I just wanted to do things and get out there and be to make my dad proud um but but the the moment came where my dad and I had a full understanding was when after finishing high school and then I finished college and then I kept presenting him with all these different things and then (laughs) when I joined the military and he was just you know gleaming because to him he could just say that's my daughter you know and when he says that's my daughter it literally I have angels and halos all around me. That's so sweet. It's, it's, I had a very rough time with my dad growing up. Um, and I don't blame him. I don't, I, I do not resent my father. I don't hold nothing over him anymore, you know, because we both came to an understanding that we were all just confused. Mm. If you see the way my dad and I met, are now the way we communicate, the way we talk is just literally funny. It's just you know, and the way he, the way he talks about me now, and, and the way he embraces me, and now every time I say goodbye to him, it gets harder and harder to say goodbye. And he just bursts into tears. I think that's the greatest. That is my greatest accomplishment, and this is the yeah. first time I've ever said that. I I feel I can just feel the love um about this story between you and your father because I I know for a fact and I know you know as well especially being especially being Polynesian and I've I've seen I've been to I've been to pageants and I've been around people where I love seeing that they're their fathers accept them for the way that they are. But then also you have the fathers that deny their children of, of this identity that they've found for themselves. Yeah. And I just think it's so beautiful that I, it may not, it may have taken time, but you, you, you came full circle with your, your dad. About about who you are. That's the biggest blessing. Um, And that's, more than anyone can ask for 
And I think, and I'm, it's my first time ever saying this, and I just came to a realization talking about it, that winning my dad's heart over and his blessing and him accepting me, I think that was, and it is my biggest accomplishment is finding common ground and finding understanding each other and just finding peace between us and finding the love that once existed between the two of us. Mm. I think, I think that's just beautiful um, because not everyone, not everyone's parents comes full circle with their, their child with, especially them finding their identity, especially nowadays. I mean, I, I know of some people who've gotten kicked out of their homes just um, for that. And I think that's I, why I, my life started to spiral. Um, yeah. I got into, I, I started smoking because I was rebelling against my dad. I started drinking. Uh-huh. I started to go to the nightclub and I started doing all this other shit and just, I was just being super rebellious. I didn't give I didn't go two hoots and a, and a rat's butt for nothing. Yeah. I didn't, I felt like I wasn't, I wasn't where I needed to be. I felt, I didn't feel love. Yeah. And, you know, growing up and being confused, all a, all a child ever wants is the love of their, their, their dad, especially especially um, a fafa female with with that's that doesn't have the support of their dad or whew. so you try to find that and you try to fill in that void and, and looking everywhere else yeah I gosh I I think that's just beautiful you know um I'm I'm glad because I've met I've met your dad and I don't see him often but I I've met your dad and if I mean he he doesn't say much he doesn't he really he, doesn't. he really doesn't say much he's a quiet man and just to hear your story about you and your dad I think it's it's something really special that you're sharing with us today because I'm sure there's a lot of uh, Fafafinas out there that that are struggling with the same, and you know there's still hope. I think at the end of the day, if you know, we just I'm sure. I mean, you've shared with us your dark, you know, going through some dark times, um, just because of not maybe getting along with your dad, not seeing eye to eye, and him not really understanding because the both of you were new to the changes that were happening uh, both you and him it wasn't just you right and I can just imagine uh, because you mentioned your brother that it was the both of you it wasn't just you but it was you and your brother and I can just I could just imagine how challenging it was for you and the entire family because I know especially because I know that you I mean I know our moms are like best friends and I also know that you have a really, a really strong grand grandma back in Malay Law. Oh right? yeah. <laughs> I, I know, I know you have. She's a really strong woman. I mean, isn't she a Matai? Yeah, she is. She's a Matai, and um, she's like the matriarch of our family. Yeah. 
So I, so, I mean, yeah. I can just that, imagine how challenging it was. Whole another episode. <laughs> <laughs> that story in itself is a whole another episode. But I think I think it, this story of yours is amazing because I know you've shared it before on, you know, you've shared it many times on. Um, especially, I, I know I came across it over Lonnie Went Young's uh, blog. Uh-huh. The, uh, the Sleepless in Samoa blog. Yes. And then also your story has, you know, it came up a couple of times on Samoa News as well. And I just think it's a it's a really inspiring story for not just Fafa Fines, but, you know, for, for people like me. Um, because I know even even... Even for myself, it, it can get hard sometimes of sometimes being the black sheep in the family. But, you know, your your kind of story, the kind of drive that you put out there and just not giving up of discovering who you are and just just being who you are and inspiring others by not backing down, not hiding from the world. Uh, I can understand everyone has different circumstances and are in different situations, but your story just doesn't cease to amaze everyone that it comes across to, it, whether whether they're straight or not, whether they're fafafina or not. And it's it's one of the reasons why I invited you on this podcast, because I know that we're in a society now that slowly a lot of, you know, a lot of people are coming out of their... I don't want to say closet. Um, they're just slowly coming out, in, in, coming out in public, being who, who they really are. Coming into their light. <laughs> yes, coming into the light. There you into go. their light. Yes, yes, coming into their light. Uh huh. And you know, I think it's a great thing. That's why I wanted to bring you on this podcast. And you know not not only that you're not just a soldier in the military you're so many things i mean you i remember you being an mc for for some shows you've been you're an actress you're a great performer you're even a writer <laughs> uh, and, i appreciate oh, it and, <laughs> i mean and then just for our listeners in case any of you guys didn't know uh, Princess here has a comedy channel together with Jordan. Is it Jordan Fanina? Uh huh. Jordan with Jordan Fanina. You want so for all of you guys that are listening into Polly's R Us, you you guys are gonna want to go and check out uh, Princess and Jordan's comedy channel. You can find it on YouTube as well as Facebook. And then you just announced that you're going to um, have have a podcast on. Is that right, Sister? <laughs> Yes, um, yes, ma'am. Tell us a little bit about that. So, um, the channel on YouTube and Facebook is called Jordan and Princess Comedy Channel, which will soon be changed over. We're slowly transitioning um, the, from the name and renaming the entire business into Coco Comedy. Um, we want it to be more inclusive. And because we're going to be featuring a lot of guests and a lot of people and doing, we're going to expand more just from not just a comedy channel, but, you know, we're going, we're introducing a lot more um, and we'll be launching our website soon and everything all ties in with, with the comedy channel. Well, it, everything's already pre-existent from the, the podcast and we're just trying to reach a bigger, a bigger, um, 
Oh, I love it. This, this, this is this is great news uh, because when you put out there that you guys are um, about to start the podcast, I I love podcasts. Mm-hmm. This is why I got started on a podcast, and I feel like audiences in the podcast uh, category is just growing, especially now with the quarantine going on. Yeah, and I'm I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for for the comedy, uh, the Kobo comedy to expand it because. You guys really put out some real funny <laughs> videos out there for everybody. Thank you. How how do you like who comes up with the ideas? Because I be I'm following Jordan on on Instagram too, and even his his short clips that he puts out there is is hilarious. Who comes up with these uh like who comes up with these little scenarios and and so the scenario the 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 scenario we, we first started off it's so funny we first started off when jordan and i were bored we were just um we were just goofing off on messenger and then we uh video called and said hey i have an idea and then he's like i'm down so it started off with the whole 911 video <laughs> i remember that and then as soon as that was shared it literally went freaking viral we had Within the first, within the first hour, we had like five thousand views, and it just kept growing. Are you serious? Yeah, and in the kept, first hour, uh-huh, and then it just kept growing and growing, and then finally, after the second video was released, Jordan and I decided to, um, like we you know what at such dark times, it it just we need to do this, and you know, um. It all started with um, I, w- I reached out to Jordan. I was going through some things and I needed someone to talk to. And then he was there. He was available. So he just helped me talk me through some things. And from there, it led to the first video. Wow. So from my dark times, and again, you know, I, I the thing is, I suffer from, I don't want to be, the story and beat the situation to death about it, but um, it's the truth about it's the truth about me. I suffer from really bad anxiety and um, depression. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, and I I recently came out about it too, and I posted it because I wanted to share to for a lot of people that when the suicide rates kept climbing with soldiers and of people that I know would just end up taking their own lives. And I figured this is one of the biggest killers, um, one of the major killers for people now is suicide. And it's, it all starts from depression. So yeah. um, I decided to come out and share that I suffer from depression and um, from my dark days and, and my 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 you know going through things it always yeah. has its upside was this so our scenarios after we release a video a day or two later jordan and i would 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 call each other and we'll discuss some ideas and from one idea leads to another and then a whole clip would come to life mm. Yeah. I I love it. I I I I love how you guys uh have that. Com- I'm excited. I'm excited that you guys are expanding. And you know, I didn't know that you suffered from really uh 
really bad anxiety and depression. You know what's crazy? What? Is that um what's crazy is that I I too I too have um go through depression. Yes. And I this is the, okay, this is the first I'm talking about it on the on the podcast now that you've mentioned. And I've I've had it for a while now. Uh-huh. And I had to reach out I had to reach out to my mom and I had to tell her what was going on with me. And, you know, long story short, you know, I told her what was going on with me. And she said, she said to me right away, yeah, you have, you have depression. And I had to go see, you know, I wanted to be sure that, okay, is it really? So I went in, saw a doctor and therapist and all that stuff. And okay, I do. And what's crazy is that, um, like like you just mentioned i never would have thought that you you have depression and anxiety uh it's oh it always seems to be like almost the happiest people that you think don't have anything going on when really there's there's something that a lot of people don't see that they struggle with yeah and i i appreciate you sharing with us because i didn't i didn't know that you you uh you suffer from those things but what I'm it's amazing how you came you and your friend Jordan came up with the the comedy channel from from that um we it started off as something to to cheer us up and more and more people reached out to us about how our videos tend to they start off our their days with our videos or they'll come home and they'll watch one of the videos and it literally changes their entire day and their entire mood and then from that more and more people would tell more of their stories to us and uh, those stories remain in confidence you know what i mean they remain with us like we won't we'll never share it with anybody else but we realize that what we're doing is good we're helping people pull themselves out of their um, from spiraling downwards into a dark abyss and we're helping put smiles and laughter into people's lives and hopefully we're saving people's lives because I have seen firsthand what depression can do to a person I have attended so many memorials where I work with soldiers taking their own lives because they didn't have someone to talk to. They don't have anyone that they could reach out to. I have friends that um, in the islands where that um, that have killed themselves and taken their own lives because they didn't know how to help themselves. They didn't know how to cope with with the voices in their heads. They couldn't pull themselves out of the shadows. And when finally, <clears throat> after being diagnosed with um, severe anxiety and, and depression I realized then what I had because there were there are some mornings where for me for, for, for it was just absolutely challenging just to get out of bed there are some days where I really want to remain in the dark and just lay here and yeah. you know the voices that are in our heads are 
the hardest things to fight. Fighting the world is, is, is hard enough, but when you have to fight the voices in your head telling you what to and what not to, it's the hardest battle anybody could 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 fight. But the thing is, it is okay not to be okay. It is okay to have a burden on your shoulders to carry weight on your shoulders. It's okay to to want help. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to need help. It's okay to want to talk to someone. It's okay to reach out because no one is perfect. No one is invincible and no one is no one can 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 deny the fact that at one point at some point in our lives we're all going to need help so it's okay to to reach your lowest and it's okay to cry it out because we're human so if you're listening and if you feel like you're 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 going through some things and if you know you're going through some things the best thing to do is admit to yourself that yes i have a problem Yes, I don't feel at my I don't feel a hundred like I usually do because you're human, just like I am human. Right. I come across I may come across as this very happy, very high strung with energy and smiles because that's who I am. I'm, before all this, I was always a happy person. I was always up and about and ready to cheer somebody up and ready to help anyone. But as of late battling this, it made me more aware and it made me want to do more for people. At some point, sometimes we literally have to take a step back and say, I need to help me first. I need to help myself first. So if you are living that life where you you are telling yourself, I am the perfect person. I am this kind of person. I am, no, you are human and you have to tend to yourself and you have to, um, you have to give yourself self-care, self-love, self-respect and value yourself enough to save yourself. So whatever you're going through, it's okay to not be okay. Wow. I I really appreciate that, um, uh, Depression is something that's not easy to talk about. It's I know not, I don't like talking about it. It's but. not. It's, it's embarrassing. At, at first, I was I agree. very embarrassed I, to talk about I it. I agree. But we, I felt it, defeated it, knowing that I had it. But... When we find our purpose in life and we know that this is what we want to do and we we could make something different out of it. Yeah, honest to God, there are some days where I'm not at my best. There are days where the days are darker than most, you know, but yes. we have yeah. to fight it through. It's all in the power of the mind and in the power of prayer. and It's all in the power of you. Yes, I I totally get what you get when you say the you know the power of prayer. I feel like I mean it's helping me cope with cope with uh, 
depression is, you know, I you spend more time on your knees, really, just trying to just trying to overcome it. Right. And I really appreciate you sharing your words of wisdom about it. It's it's it's. I feel like it's something that a lot of us Islanders don't like talking about. I I know. I feel like our people are uh, in denial of depression um, most times, just because. Some are not in denial. They just won't want to talk about it because our people and the truth is about our Samoan people, they are very judgmental. Yes. And they are not ashamed of the fact that they are judgmental. They will make fun of somebody. They will degrade, belittle, and talk about someone's illness. That's why a lot of people will not come out and say that, hey, I need a problem. I need I need help. I have a problem. Hey, I am struggling here because they Absolutely. hear of what is going to be said about them. And I don't blame them. I don't. Because the truth is, the truth is because our people, even our own friends and our own family will cut us down by talking about us by making fun of the situation or a predicament someone's in. So it's not the fa- it's not the fact that they're denying. They know they have a problem, but they're too they're they're worried about what is going to be said about them. And I don't blame them. Some I- some of our family members and some of our, our, our friends are the absolute worst. But you know what? Those people are not going to save your life. Those people are not going to help you. So forget them. Forget what they are going to say. Forget what they have to say and find your help. If not from someone that you trust or love, find a profession, uh, professional. There's professional help available. There's a lot more that goes into play here. There's a lot more that that that, that, that goes into this. You know, I'm not a profession, uh, a professional in the field, but let me just, just let me say this, just ask for the help and you'll receive. I'd rather you, I'd rather you get talked about and, and, and get, get judged, but I'd rather you be here with us, be with your families, be with your loved ones and, you know, just be here. Thank you. Um, but it's a it's a deep subject. It is, and I I appreciate you uh, sharing about it, um, and also also for those who are listening that may be experiencing the same as us. Um, I think these are some really helpful words from Sese of just trying to cope with it, and like she said, just ask for help. And I mean, shoot. Put on Coco Comedy and, you know, see if that can probably ease your way out of it and give you some laughs and cheer yourself up because that's really what Coco Comedy is there for. I see I see that uh, you and Jordan are doing some great things, Sese. I was asking about Jordan um, earlier if he's out here in the States and you mentioned yes. So I'll probably, I'll probably want to revisit and, you know, revisit you again, but together with Jordan at, at, at some point for another episode of, but you know, just be while we're you know we're coming to an end. I know I know your time is precious. I just <laughs> want. I, I 
I mean, I, your time is precious. I'm sure. <laughs> I know you got a lot going on. I mean, um, but just one one fun question that you know I want to add. I want to start um, in this episode. Just something fun. Okay. Uh, uh, I just want to ask you, you know, as we're nearing to an end, who's got your back? Who's got my back? Yeah. Who Who's got sister's back? Um. Who's got my back? Hopefully, those who I hope have my back have my back. But no, <laughs> um, a lot of people have my back. That's the truth. Um, from my family, my parents, my siblings, um, my aunties. I will definitely, I definitely know without a doubt have my back. And you know, just my supporters and my my just. I believe with all of my heart that people that. I have people that care for me, like you, um, that do have my back. I believe in that wholeheartedly. Absolutely. If not, I own a gun. (laughs) (laughs) And 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 a a pallet uh rubber rubber pallet gun too. So and a (laughs) taser. Y'all better have my damn back. I got your back, sis. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> Anyways, um, I want to say thank you so much, Joseph, for making the time to be on Polly's R Us. I, I, uh, I really look up to you, and Aww. I, I, I really, I really do. And I know right now, uh, my sister Betty, re- definitely. <laughs> I know right now she really, she really does love you and she really looks up to you i'm glad um i thank you so much for sharing your story on polly's r us thank you so much for uh you know being inspiring for us and you know it's it's people like you that motivate people like me to do better in life and to to do things big rather than just standing in the corner waiting for somebody else to, you know, tell us to come out and do something with our lives. You know, it's people like you that make us want to go out with a big bang. And I really appreciate that. I'm so glad that, you know, I, I've known you from back home. I'm so glad to. I think uh, we've known each other all our lives. It's just that. Yeah, I mean, I know there, there's, I know there's not that big of an age difference between us, but you know, I, I just, you know, you're like, you're like my mom's other kid that doesn't live with us. That's for sure. And it, your, your name is, your name is no, uh, your name is very common in our household. And, you know, it's, you're just somebody amazing to look up to. And I just want to let our listeners know, please follow Sese on Instagram. Um, also her comedy channel, look out for it on the podcast. Um, it should be available on Apple Podcasts and and Spotify and whatnot. Oh, you know, just follow follow Sessa and Jordan on Coco Comedy on Facebook, but also follow them on Instagram, Jordan Fanini and Princess Alvaz. You guys will never regret following these guys. They always make you laugh. I promise. So, well, um, before we sign out, I would also like to say thank you, and I'm very appreciative of the opportunity, and for inviting me onto your show and podcast. Um, it's not every day that we 
are granted opportunities as such. But I am very proud of you. I'm very proud of, of your accomplishments as well. And the woman that you have made yourself out to become. Um, oh, thank you. you and all of your, your followers and everybody that's listening. Um, one last thing before I sign out is to remember this. Happiness is a choice. It's not a result. You know, you will never, ever be happy until you choose to be happy and tell yourself that you are going to be happy, that you are happy. So forget what the world has to say. Forget the naysayers and all the negative energy that's around you. Build yourself up and choose to be happy. God bless you all. And don't forget to follow us on Jordan and Princess Comedy Channel or Coco Comedy. <laughs> All right. Bye, Keep it sexy.